0: Starcasting to you from the city of angels. Hi, everyone. My name is Kiris. Thank you so much for being here and listening to the Voice of Astrology podcast. Astrology is the eternal, indestructible superpower of the cosmos. And if you're looking for the force and freedom to make your own choices in life, to live the life that you want to live, then you've come to the right place. All you have to do is look up and look within, as above, so below. This is our Astrology for the Week beginning Sunday, October 30th through Saturday, November 5th, 2022. Let's journey with astrology and explore how to connect with the stars, the planets, the energies for our new week ahead. This Sunday on October 30th, we have Mars stationing retrograde in the sign of Gemini. Mars will be retrograde in Gemini until January 12th, 2023. After Mars stations direct, Mars will still be in Gemini. This is a long cycle of Mars in one sign of the zodiac. With Mars retrograde in Gemini, this is happening during the holiday season. Now, Mars is the activating vital male energy and astrology. It's an outgoing energy. Mars is about accomplishing tasks, getting the goals, going after what it is that you want, taking the action for achievement. Mars is retrograde, which is bringing in the energy of getting in touch with repressed anger, Impatience, frustration. Interesting that this cycle is kicking off during the holiday season when people can be so hard on themselves to begin with and put so much pressure on themselves during the holiday season. With this holiday season and Mars retrograde, pace yourself, go easy on yourself. One of the functions of Mars is to protect our boundaries. Protect your boundaries and say, no. Mars retrograde in Gemini is getting in touch with anger, frustration, stress, and how to work with this in a positive way. This can be one of the best learning experiences during this Mars retrograde And Gemini, that is starting on October 30th. If you have had issues in life with establishing your boundaries, with speaking up and saying no, then this cycle of Mars retrograde is being in touch with why, when, to say no, to establish a boundary. Again, just during the holiday season overall, there is a tendency for people to rush, hurry up, up, put a lot of pressure on themselves, saying yes to things when they really want to say no. So always remember that no is a complete sentence. And no is a word that you only have to say one time only. So go easy on yourself. Mars is a planet that rules over the skin. Our skin is the largest organ and it protects us. Also, everything shows up on the skin. Mars has a lot to do with infections, inflammations, flare-ups, blisters, things like that. So when we are not protecting our boundaries, when something is trying to invade and get past the boundary of our skin, which Mars rules over, Everything will show up on the skin and on the face, of course. We always say seeing red, red with rage, getting under our skin. We use these types of phrases when something is bothering us, angering us, frustrating us, getting to us. These issues will come up to the surface during this Mars retrograde cycle. Now, Mars also rules over health and vitality, virility, stamina. Mars rules over the blood and the life force. Another thing with this Mars retrograde in Gemini is make sure that you have enough iron, which Mars rules over in your diet. Remember Popeye, the sailor man, and he ate his spinach to get strength. By the way, spinach has tons of iron in it. A lot of what I'm hearing with my astrology clients is they're expressing this feeling of being tired, low energy. They express feelings of anxiety and or depression. Take a look at your diet and if you're getting enough iron strength in your diet, because with the Mars retrograde, again, this can be a situation where if you've not visited a nutritionist or if you've never done a complete inventory of what you're eating and if there is enough iron in your diet, take a look at that because this is the Mars retrograde also, Mars rules over the muscles, exercise, physical activity. Mars is in Gemini, which is the lungs and the breath. Always remember to center yourself and breathe if you're feeling angry and frustrated during this Mars retrograde cycle. Things like hiking, walking, yoga, whatever physical activity works for you, dancing, dancing athletics, things that you enjoy. This is one of the ways physical activity. This is one of the ways that will really help you out during this Mars retrograde cycle in Gemini. There are a lot of different techniques that we can use during Mars retrograde in Gemini. The most important things though, with Mars and what it rules over is your health, your vitality, your muscles, exercise, the skin, things that flare up and show on the skin because perhaps we're angry, frustrated, or feeling that our boundaries are being invaded. Mars protects the boundaries. Yes, Mars is anger in astrology, but all of the human emotions, all of them, they all serve a purpose in the appropriate place. Mars is protection. And Mars is saying, no, you're invading, going past a boundary that perhaps you are not comfortable with. So again, this Mars retrograde and the whole Mars and Gemini cycle can be a wonderful cosmic superpower as a learning tool in how to be in touch with what we're really feeling in connection to what are called the negative emotions, anger, things like that. Now, Gemini is ruled by Mercury, and Mercury doesn't miss anything. Mercury is that planet at its best that travels very quickly like quicksilver and can skim over a surface. Yet at the same time, not miss the smallest detail. So with this Mars retrograde in Gemini, it can be that the tension, the anger is building. And then one tiny thing can be that straw that breaks the camel's back. Obviously we don't want to go there. We don't want the stress and frustration to keep building, 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 and then one tiny little thing sets off the whole explosion. So with Gemini, which is the ability to adapt and change and roll with it, so to speak, this Mars retrograde in Gemini is being aware of not getting to the point, not allowing yourself to get to the point where the tiniest thing, the smallest thing that otherwise wouldn't be any big deal, okay, they cut me off in line or whatever it may be, something where you just let it roll, it's not worth it because of what the negative emotions do to your health and well being. Think about when you do get angry and frustrated and stressed and the cost that it takes, how it depletes your energy. So let the small things be aware of the tiny things. Let it roll. It's not worth it. Remember to breathe and stay centered and be in touch with how you feel. When we start off this week on October 30th, we have the moon in Capricorn, her detriment. The moon is the furthest away from her natural placement. The moon is at home in the sign of cancer. When the moon is in Capricorn in exile, the furthest away, this is making more of an effort to be aware of how we're really feeling, to be in touch with our feelings and our wants and needs. This is the moon. This cycle is starting off. It's also over Halloween weekend. Happy Samhain. Happy Halloween. But this Mars retrograde in Gemini can be a positive thing for all of us. Gemini rules over communication, the words that we say. We don't want this Mars retrograde in Gemini to turn into a war of words. One of the things you can do with this Mars retrograde in Gemini is take a look at how much power you lose or how you feel drained and upset by what people say. Words have power. Watch an opera singer sometimes shatter glass with their voice, sound by vibration and words is a force. It's a power. But the key to this Mars retrograde in Gemini is asking yourself, well, how upset do I get? How, how much power do I lose? Because of what someone else, their opinion, their comment on social media, how much power do you lose to that? As I'm sure you have noticed, In today's social media world, it's very difficult, if at all, to give an opinion that doesn't start a conflict. Don't buy into that. Don't lose your power to that. Certainly don't get angry and upset about it. Just keep moving like the sign of Gemini. Just fly away and don't get drained and lose energy, cosmic superpower to a war of words a conflict of communication that does not have to drain your energy and power not worth it in the long in the long run for Monday October 31st happy halloween again now on Monday October 31st we have the second quarter moon in the sign of aquarius so when we go to a crossover point second quarter to full moon that's coming up this is when the energy is really intensifying growing building to the full moon culmination point this second quarter moon in the sign of aquarius which is the moon making a square aspect to the sun in scorpio the moon in aquarius and as we're approaching the full moon, this is a great desire to break free, to rebel against the status quo, to move into the future. Aquarius is all about movement and freedom and moving into the future. The sun in fixed water, Scorpio, is fixed emotions. Scorpio has very strong likes and dislikes, intense loves and hates, and it's fixed, fixed emotion. The moon in Aquarius, Aquarius is fixed air, a fixed mindset attitude. So with the two luminaries, the sun and the moon squaring off with each other and bringing us into the next moon cycle, the sun in Aquarius squaring off. I'm sorry, the moon in Aquarius squaring off with the sun in Scorpio is that wanting to break free and wanting to break free from the emotions, sun in Scorpio, that are just too intense and heavy at this time. So that moving towards A lightness, a feeling of space. The element of air in Aquarius in astrology is like a cloud. We can't put a cloud in a jar. It has to be free. It has to move, and it wants to think differently. It wants to think future oriented. So this is the second quarter as we move from second quarter to full moon coming up. That will be next week. Now on Tuesday, November 1st, we still have the moon in Aquarius and the moon in Aquarius now makes a square aspect to Venus in Scorpio. Venus in Scorpio, Venus is in her exile. She's the furthest away from her home placement of Venus in Taurus. Venus is at home in Libra and in Taurus. So when we have this freedom-oriented moon in Aquarius, making a square, a hard 90-degree angle to Venus in Scorpio. This is the great need to not feel controlled in your relationships, not just the romantic relationships, all partnerships and relationships. Venus can be cranky. In the sign of Scorpio, Scorpio is ruled by Mars. So Venus being combative, Venus and Scorpio, her detriment with the moon and Aquarius saying, come on, let's go. I want to be free in the relationship. I don't want to feel controlled in the relationship. Also, that that Venus with the moon, those two squaring off with each other. These are the two feminine planets. If you've been stuck in a routine in your relationship where it's just the same old, same old all the time, things get fixed with that sign of Scorpio. Then the moon in Aquarius is saying, we have to change this up at this time. We, keep, we can't keep on doing and feeling the same thing all of the time on Wednesday. November 2nd, the moon then moves into mutable water Pisces. The moon loves to be in water signs. It's the natural element, the moon, as far as the feelings and the emotions and the nurturance, the comfort of water. Moon in Pisces is very sensitive. It's also very psychic and intuitive. Now with the moon in Pisces, Ruled by Jupiter. And Jupiter has now retrograded back into the ending degrees of Pisces. We have the moon entering Pisces, and then the moon will make a water trine flow to the sun in Scorpio. This is November 3rd. The moon in Pisces will trine Venus in water Scorpio, and then the moon in Pisces will make a sextile to the planet. Uranus in the sign of Taurus, ruled by Venus. This flow of water, abundance, fertility, emotion, creativity. This is let the emotions flow. Feel your feelings, of course, always, but these are very deep and romantic feelings. When we have the sun and the moon, moon and Pisces, trying the sun and Scorpio, the two luminaries now in harmony, in the element of water, this is the emotional expression of how you really feel. In other words, being in touch with how you feel. The theme throughout this week, there's always a cosmic power thread or theme, let's say, is that we're starting off the week with that Mars retrograde, which is at its best, being in touch with the truth of how you feel. Anger, frustration, stress, all of the emotions, getting in touch with that. And how are we going to deal with that? Then by the time we get to midweek and the moon enters mutable water Pisces, which is so intuitive, ruled by Jupiter, Jupiter is now in Pisces again, and we get those water trine flows, moon and Pisces, making that water trine to the sun in Scorpio. Then a trine is ease. It's very supportive. So that ease of being connected to the truth of how we feel and all of the emotions. And directing that emotion into creativity, keeping your dream journal, your visualization, your imagination, what is your belief? What is it that you're creating for the future? What are you imagining and dreaming? When we go to Friday, Venus's day, November 4th, we have the moon in Pisces making a conjunction to Jupiter in Pisces, coming together. This great big emotional hug between the moon in Pisces and Jupiter, its ruler in Pisces. This is way over the top potential for cleansing, purification, healing, healing, releasing, letting it all go. Later on, on November 4th, the moon will move into cardinal fire Aries, first sign of the zodiac. So romantic with water placements and then the moon moving into Aries, water and fire creates steam, heat, passion. We're moving into a very romantic, sexy weekend here. Now we've got the moon in Aries on Saturday, November 5th, and the moon in Aries will come together, make a conjunction to Chiron in Aries. And this is the coming together, the connection of your sense of who you are. I am. Welcome to the world. I'm here. And your sense of your own unique identity. You're one of a kind, only you. Getting in touch with that and expressing it boldly because we're looking at Aries in the element of fire. This is putting yourself out there with a great sense of who and what you are and embracing what is unique about you, especially about the the appearance and image? Because when we look at Aries, the first sign of the zodiac, and in the natural wheel, that is the first house. It's your health, it's your vitality, but it also has a lot to do with your image, especially the hair, because Aries rules over the head and your hairstyle. You may find that you want to create a new look be bolder in your look, but it's embracing your own unique look and self. Everyone has their own unique beauty, one of a kind. And so as we close out the week, Saturday, November 5th, with these romantic placements and the moon in Aries wanting to get something new started in the area of how you're imaging yourself, perhaps your brand, then that moon conjunct Chiron in Aries can be a lot of enthusiasm and exciting excitement about a whole new you. The moon is now waxing. It's growing. It's increasing in light. Again, we're approaching that full moon lunar eclipse coming up on November 8th and the power, the cosmic superpower is building with a whole new sense of being in touch with all of your emotions and also a whole new sense of you, yourself, your identity. Thank you, everyone. I will see you all in the stars. Have a beautiful week, and we can work with this Mars retrograde in Gemini very, pos- very positively It is possible to do that, the awareness and being in touch with all of our emotions. Thank you, everyone. I will see you all in the stars and have a great week. Thank you.